for this great feast day, the solemnity. That word solemnity means solemn, and it's the highest way that we know how to celebrate a festivity in the church. And it's the Immaculate Conception, which is the patronal feast of our country. We know our parish is called Holy Family, and so Mary and Joseph and the, and the Christ child are the patrons for our parish. But the Blessed Mother, under the title of the Immaculate Conception, she's the patron, the protector of our entire country. And so we celebrate it with great festivity and great joy today, which is why even though we're in Advent, it's kind of like a Sunday. We sing the Gloria, we'll have the Creed in just a moment, we have two readings before the Gospel. It's a great day of rejoicing. And we honor our Blessed Mother. She's the Queen of the Apostles. She's the Queen of the Saints. She's the greatest woman that ever lived. The greatest human that ever lived. Our Blessed Mother. And so we honor and we celebrate her today. And the readings kind of give us an idea of why we do. First, in the Gospel, the angel said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. So when we say our prayer, we say, Hail Mary, full of grace. But the angel didn't call her Mary. The name he gave her, the title he gave her, was full of grace. And the way that that would be structured in the original language would be, Hail, the one who, which means greetings. Hail means greetings. The one who always was, always is, and always will be full of grace. That's what the words mean in Greek. So this is why we honor her, because this is how heaven looks at Mary, as the one who's filled with grace. And to be filled with one thing means there's no room for anything else. So she's our model. Because what is grace? There's, there's a few ways we could define grace, but it's the love of God, the power of God, the very life of God. That's what grace is. And Mary is filled with that. And we heard in the second reading from St. Paul when he wrote to the Ephesians, he said, Brothers and sisters, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed you with every spiritual blessing. He's given you everything you need spiritually. This is who our God is, and this is the reality of who you are. That Mary was full of grace, and we are filled with every spiritual blessing. He goes on to say, because from the beginning, He chose us. And He predestined us. From the very foundation of the world, from the very beginning of the world, this was his plan, to fill us with his life. But we know that didn't happen, because the first reading told us the story of original sin, of the Garden of Eden, when Adam and Eve, who even though they were told not to eat the fruit of that tree, they were disobedient, and they grabbed onto the fruit and they ate it. And this is the episode that we had today where God comes to them and says, where are you? I created you to be in communion with me. I created you to be part of my family, to be close to me. So where did you go? 
Why are you hiding from me? I want you here with me. Because every time that we sin, we separate ourselves from God. But just like God did in the garden, he comes to us every time and says, please come back. And he promised in that moment in the Garden of Eden that one day he would send the Savior so that we could be united with him once again. And there's that strange word. He said, I will put enmity between you and the woman. He was talking to Satan. I will put enmity, which is complete and total separation, that there will be nothing in common between the woman and the serpent. Complete separation. And so this was the promise. This is how God responded to the sin, that he would come and he would save us. And the one who is completely separated from Satan is our blessed mother. God loves each one of us. So we can imagine how much more he loves his own mom. And he had the opportunity to make her. So he made her perfectly. You know, this gold box here on the, in the sanctuary is called a tabernacle. And that's where the host is. That's where Jesus lives, in the tabernacle. In the Old Testament, they had a tabernacle as well. And that's where they kept the things that reminded them of God. In the book of Exodus, there are six chapters with the instructions on how to build that box. So many details. So much care and concern that God had to create this box for the things that reminded us of God. The same way, the care, the details, when he made Mary. And this is what we celebrate today. That from the very beginning of Mary's life, God was with her and filled her with his grace. And he, she had no sin. She was perfect. The same way that you were supposed to be. And so we honor our mother, Mary, because she shows us of what life is supposed to be and what life can be. Many of us play sports and maybe we have our favorite athlete that we watch on TV or sometimes we go in, per in person to watch them. And all the organizations have Hall of Fames. And even in our own gym, we have banners around the, the ceiling to tell us the, these champions who've gone before us. We do that, one, to honor them, to honor the hard work and the dedication. But they also serve as an example to us so that what they did, we can do it too. And I even see sometimes that some of our former students come back to us and they help coach games or they help do other things. That those who are here already, they come back, why? To share their knowledge with you. To share the know-how with you. This is why we honor our Blessed Mother. Because she comes to us, and she helps us, and she shows us the right way. She shows us what our life is supposed to be. And again, going back to that second reading, especially for our, our older students, our middle school students, and the adults, Sometimes we get confused about who we are and what our purpose in life is. Ephesians chapter 1 tells us so beautifully that who you are and who God created you to be and what is your purpose. We exist for the praise of his glory. What is that? That's your purpose. 
That's what will give your life meaning. When you live close to our Blessed Mother, when you receive the grace and you exist for the praise of his glory, so when your mom says, wake up, you get up right away and make your bed. You do all your homework. You're obedient to your teachers and to your parents. You, you do all of your chores at home. You use your phone, your devices for good things. You don't engage in any bad behavior. You dress yourself well and with modesty so that you can protect the temple of the glory of God that you are. These are the things that you do to exist for the praise of his glory. You play your sport well. You do everything with the greatest effort and the greatest energy, and you're diligent about everything that you do so that God is known through you. Mary helps us to know Jesus. Mary and all the saints help us to get closer to him. And we have the same opportunity. As we look to the older students for examples of what it means to be a student at Holy Family, they become an example to us. As we look at the banners in the gym and the trophies on the wall, and we hear the stories of the people who have gone before us who have done great things, they serve as examples because they allow greatness to shine through them. This is what God wants for each one of you. And when we get confused and we don't know what to do, we turn to our Blessed Mother. Because she always was, she is, and always will be full of grace, full of the life of God. And so ask her to help you to become that same way. If there's anything inside of you that's not grace, that's not of God, ask Our Lady to help you get rid of it so that you can be a pure vessel. You can be full of God's love, God's mercy, God's grace. So that like, like St. Paul tells us, we can exist for the praise and the glory of God. And then as we all sing, we can sing with honesty and sincerity. That we can sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous deeds. Each one of you is one of those marvelous deeds that God has done. Let's sing his praises today and every day.